Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey, good morning, Tim. Great to be on with you. You know, it occurs to me to wonder, and I don't know how much time and thought you've put into this. I'm, I'm sure all the focus is on what's in front of you and chopping and keeping chopping and trying to win today. Your term limited. Should you win today? Should you emerge victorious tonight? Have you given any thought to what? Is this the last campaign you're ever going to run? No, I have not given any thought to that. I'm focused on getting our folks out today and winning this race and keeping Georgia moving in the right direction. Well, about that and about Georgia moving in the right direction, we, we got another revenue report yesterday, uh, something like a 9.3% increase in state revenues October of last year to October of this year, $230 million more. The economy, that despite all of the national headwinds on, and all the fits and starts here in Georgia, economy seems to be humming along. Well, that's because we said no to Stacey Abrams when she wanted us to stay locked down. You know, I pushed back against her, you know, high-profile people on both sides of the aisle, the national media, the Atlanta media, the healthcare pundits, and gave our citizens the opportunity to make the choice whether they wanted to go back to work or not, whether they wanted to open their salon or their barbershop or their restaurant and just give them a chance to fight through, you know, a global pandemic. And I think we're seeing the reaping the benefits of that now the whole country knows the business friendly environment in georgia they know we're going to fight for our working georgians out there when people in the federal government haven't been i think to me that's going to be the difference in the race i mean people feel like the country's moving in the right direction but they feel like the state i mean the wrong direction and they feel like the state's moving in the right direction yeah, about that tension. I mean, Stacey Abrams is out there, and she'll point to some of the indicators, and we'll get to some of the specific points. But uh, Governor Kemp's taking credit for things that, that the federal government's responsible for, and he's avoiding blame for things the state government should be responsible for. That's what Stacey Abrams says. Uh, broadly speaking, how do, you, how do you handle that from your side of the aisle? Well, I mean, what else is she going to say? I mean, we've got the most people ever working in the history of the state. We've got the lowest unemployment rate in the history of the state the reason we've been able to use the federal funds like we have is because we were open and we didn't have to use that to offset downward revenue because we stayed open during the pandemic unlike other lockdown states and that's exactly where she would have had us tim i mean she would have been like gavin newsom or you know cuomo or whoever else during the pandemic she wouldn't allow citizens to go back to work or get our kids in the classroom she criticized me on both of those decisions i made to do that a lot of working Georgians out there, they can't go to work if their kids are not in the classroom. And Stacey Abrams sided with the National Teachers Union instead of our students. And that's really, I think, too, what this race is going to be about. I mean, my closing message the last two or three weeks on the bus tour is asking Georgians to look back over the last couple of years and see who's been fighting for them. You know, who's been fighting to preserve their job and keep people working and keep their kids in the classroom. It certainly wasn't Stacey Abrams, and it certainly was me. 
Uh, Governor Brian Kemp with us. You mentioned more people working than ever in Georgia. How about more people voting than ever in Georgia, at least in terms of midterm elections in Georgia? We saw the two and a half million plus in early voter turnout, smashing records, smashing them every day and smashing them in totally early voting turnout. Kind of flies in the face of those, Stacey Abrams among them, who say that, uh, that your legislation, Senate Bill 202, uh, suppresses the vote in Georgia. Well, her narrative is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, she's been telling people this for 10 years, trying to scare them and convince them that there's suppression in Georgia and other states around the country just because people believe, like I do, in having secure ballots. And you can do both. You can have secure, accessible, and fair elections. And that's what we have in Georgia. It's easy to vote and hard to cheat. Judge Jones affirmed that, throwing out every single count in the lawsuit she filed after the 2018 election. She's profited personally from these things. She's destroyed the confidence in government institutions, and she uses this for political gain. But thankfully, Georgians know better than that. They know it's easy to vote and hard to cheat here, and that certainly was the case during early voting. And I believe it will be today. And uh, that narrative's slipping away from her, and our citizens know it, and they want a leader that's going to be honest with them and transparent, and they know that Stacey Abrams has it. She made this argument in one or the other, maybe both of the debates, in talking about crime in Georgia. She points out that, that Governor Brian Kemp in Georgia and Republicans nationally are complaining about crime, and in some cases rightly so. But she says, listen, the crime increase, the rate of increase in crime, gun crimes, violent crimes, homicides, all of that is happening under your watch as governor. That's a point she made uh, during at least one of the debates. How do you respond to that? Well, I think I'd ask people to look at the record and see who's been in the fight standing with law enforcement, standing shoulder to shoulder, either in front of local law enforcement during civil unrest when people were trying to burn the city of Atlanta down, when the current mayor at the time wouldn't turn her police force loose to stop people from burning police cars and destroying people's storefronts and small businesses and government property. She never said a word about that then, Uh, but we were on the streets two or three o'clock in the morning every night defending the capital city and many other cities around the around the state and it's the liberal mayors that have been causing all this and Stacey Abrams quite honestly for saying she would defund the police and we need to reallocate resources she's been for eliminating cash bail since 2018 and continues to serve on the board of a defund the police organization the Margaret Casey Foundation right now which is why you know, I think we're going to get a lot of crossover vote in this election because, you know, Republicans and Democrats, libertarians and people that don't really care, they all want to be safe. And they know that I've been a governor that's been in that fight with our crime suppression unit going after street gangs, human traffickers with what First Lady Marty Kemp and the Grace Commission, Attorney General Carr and the GBI have been doing. And we're going to stay in the fight. You know, our legislature's funded law enforcement, given pay raises. And, you know, she's out there two years ago when the political winds were different, saying she'd defund the police. And that's just not what people want in our state. Well, you mentioned that gang suppression unit, uh, and Attorney General Chris Carr also on the ballot today involved in that. The, the I believe I'm right in this. The first indictments that were successfully attained, sought and attained, were indictments here in Athens. The exact number escapes me, maybe as many as 9, 10, 11 suspected gang members. I, I mentioned at the time, I don't believe that was by accident. Was there any design in focusing on Athens for some of your initial efforts? Well, unfortunately, we've had to focus on a lot of areas where you have district attorneys like the one here that won't do their job. They won't go after street gangs and violent criminals, and they believe 
just like Stacey Abrams does in a get-out-of-jail-free policy. And so we've had to step in. Thankfully, people like Houston Gaines and Marcus Weedauer and Senator Bill Cowser passed the legislation last year that was part of our agenda to give Attorney General Carr more jurisdiction to go after street gangs when local prosecutors wouldn't. And just since we passed that in January and signed it shortly after session, I guess sometime in April, we've announced 17 indictments already, and we got more coming. Uh, and it shows just our plans to go after street gangs and, and drug dealers and human traffickers and street racers is working. But we have more work to do, and thankfully we have a lot of local police departments now that are wanting to engage us even when local prosecutors will not. Uh, finally, Governor Brian Kemp, let's go on this one. Uh, busy day, about to get out and cast your own votes, and then over to Atlantic. You see the polls. I know you, you'll say you don't pay attention to them. I know you know what they tell you, which is that you have a substantial lead. Uh, let me ask the question this way. You trust them? I'm not too worried about trusting any pollster or no disrespect to you, Tim, or the media or anybody <laughs> else. You know, the voters, the voters decide today. Uh, it's their day. They're the ultimate poll. You know, it's in the voters and the Lord's hand right now. We've done everything we can do. We're going to keep working throughout the day to get our people to turn out. Uh, but I believe people in Georgia want to keep things moving in the right direction like they have been in our state, which is why I'm asking for everybody's vote today. But they also want change in our nation's capital. You know, 40-year high inflation, uh, you know, uh, a Democrat-controlled Congress that's raising taxes, created a uh, disaster when you go to the gas pump or the grocery store and at the southern border that all states are dealing with. Uh, people want some change in sanity in Washington, and they want to keep our state moving in the right direction. And you know, I think that's what the results will see. We'll see tonight. Uh, but the voters are going to decide that, and I'm very confident that they'll make the right decision. All right, Governor Brian Kemp. Best of luck today and tonight, and moving forward. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thanks, Tim. Have a great day. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.